so good to welcome you to our Easter celebration. Unique and different than any other celebration that has taken place since the resurrection because we're not together. Churches are empty and we're not meeting face to face, but we're so glad that we get to be here together online. And uh, been reading through the Gospels and uh, just preparing our hearts and, and getting ready for this Easter Sunday. And, and I got to a, a line in the Gospel of John, John chapter 20, that just made me think, boy, this fits our Easter. And so I've called the message, Peace in Lockdown. And uh, I, I hope that it helps. Uh, let, let me just read to you uh, John chapter 20, verse 19. It says, That Sunday evening, the disciples were meeting behind locked doors because they were afraid of Jewish leaders. L let me back the story up. Friday, Jesus is, uh, is beaten and taken to the cross, he's crucified, and they put him in the tomb before sunset happens. Uh, the Pharisees go to uh, Pilate in, on Saturday and say, listen, uh, we want you to put uh, some, some guards in front of the tomb because we remember that this deceiver has said that on the third day he will rise again. And so we want Roman guards there to make sure that nobody can steal the body and, and start this rumor that, that he rose from the dead. And so guards are, are, are planted outside in front of the, of the tomb. Uh, the, the ladies get up and they go to the tomb early before the sun rises on Sunday morning and uh, they discover that the stone has been rolled away and uh, they, they are surprised by that. They run back and they get uh, John and, they, and, and Peter and they bring him back. And, and it's Peter who goes in and the mind, when we're afraid, when we're grieving, when we're under stress and pressure, works in a very different chaotic kind of way and he's his mind is spinning as he's trying to think what's going on here what what's happening and all of a sudden it stumbles across some of the words of scripture that say that on the third day the messiah will be raised from the dead and this is how you'll know and and john knows he sees it says and he believes in john chapter 20 they go back and and, and, and there's lots of things that happen. And, and, and I'm just reminded that Jesus encounters each and every one of us in a unique way. He, he comes to us, he reveals himself in, in unique ways so that, that he reaches us where we're at. He, he reaches us in a way that we can understand. Some, some saw him, some some just saw the evidence and believed. Some had angels speak to them. Every one of us is unique. God will show up and speak to you in a unique way. But it's, it's now Sunday night, and there are different levels of, of understanding, and, and there's this group of followers, the disciples of Christ, are in a room. They're locked up. They're, they're afraid. They were there when Jesus was arrested, and, and they are thinking, that uh, that the Romans and, and the Jewish hierarchy are looking for them too and that they're going to arrest the, the disciples and that they're going to put them in the same situation that Jesus faced. They're going to crucify them, put them to death, silence this whole thing of, of Christ and his followers. 
So they're behind locked doors and they're afraid. Reminds me of what we're going through right now. Reminds me that we're in lockdown. We're, we're not able to go where we want. I was talking to a, a lady and she said to me, uh, listen, it's, it's one thing for me to be at home, but to be told I have to stay at home, that's, that's a totally different thing. And, and, and we're all sort of feeling that we're, we're worried about the virus. We're, we're worried about uh, the economy. We're worried about jobs. And will they be there when, when this is all over? We're, we're just worried. We're, we're facing things when we're just at home and quiet and, and no place to run, no place to keep our busyness and, and our mind occupied on something else and, and we're facing some things in our own lives facing some things that we should have probably addressed long ago but now there's nothing else to do but stare those things face to face and and we're a bit afraid and uh, so they're in this room they're afraid and uh, it says in that that suddenly Jesus was standing there among them it, he didn't knock on the door. He, he didn't, they didn't unlock or unbar the door. He was just there where they were. I can't explain that. I, I don't know the answer. I, I just know what I read. I know that it's true. I know that he was there and the doors were still locked. And, and I'm so glad for that because I believe that in these days, no matter what doors we lock, no matter what walls we put up, no matter what barriers we erect, God is using this time to get to us. God is using this time to speak to us. God is using this time to, to transform us. He's, he's in the midst of doing something incredible and amazing, and he's working first in me. He's working first in you. He's, he's addressing those things. He's calling us to follow him. And, and it doesn't matter what the, what the object that's keeping us separate, he's coming through. He's getting to us. He's, he's going to speak to us. And I, I love that part. But he's there in the midst of them. And, and he says this amazing thing. And he says it twice in, in that one verse in, in chapter 19, or 20 in verses 19 and 20. He says this, peace be with you. Peace be with you. That, that phrase, we, we know it means shalom. It's, it's the Jewish word. It, it, it started out as a blessing. May the fullness of who God is and may everything that God has be yours so that, that you are whole, that you are, are completely blessed by God. Peace, the peace of God. Nothing missing, nothing broken. Shalom. But as the nation wandered further and further away, as they became too busy to pay attention to what he was saying, what he was doing, how he was working in their lives, that, that word lost its power, lost its meaning, and it just became a, oh, hi, how are you? A, a, a hello. And, and yet Jesus has spent time in his ministry investing an understanding, a deep understanding of what that really means. And, and he comes back. You'll remember in John chapter 14 where he's starting to foreshadow and tell them that, that he's not always going to be here, but, but they don't have to worry. Let not your hearts be troubled, he says. 
And, and in that 14th chapter, verse 27, he says this, I am leaving you a gift. I'm leaving you this gift, the gift of peace of mind and peace of heart. Your mind races, your, your heart pounds with, with worry and, and anxiety and, and not knowing what's going to happen next. And he says, listen, I'm giving you a gift I, I, I'm giving you an understanding of who I am and what I, I'm like and how much I love you and how much I'm willing to do for you. And, and I'm taking away the need for you to have racing thoughts and pounding heart. I, I'm giving you the gift of peace that settles that all down. And, and this peace that I'm giving to you is, is, is got this quality about it. No one else can give it to you, but but no one else can take it away. Peace I give you is a gift that the world cannot give. So don't be troubled. Don't be afraid. He'd already planted those seeds in the hearts of the disciples. They, they didn't know what it meant. They didn't know what it would look like, but it was there. It had been germinating since chapter 14, and now they're in chapter 20, and he's calling forth the fruit of that sowing. And then he goes to chapter 16, verse 33. I, I have told you these things so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth, you will have many trials and many sorrows. He, he, he wasn't pulling any punches. He wasn't sugarcoating it. He, he was saying, listen, it's not easy what you're going to go through. There's going to be difficult times. There's going to be reason to worry. There is going to be reason and, and times where you'll, you'll fear. And, and, and I just need you to know that you will have peace at that time if you trust in me. Here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because this is it. I've overcome the world. That I, I've conquered I've conquered every reason, every, every enemy. I, I've come and I've made sure that I, I have proved that I am more than enough for everything that life throws at you. I will defend you. I will stand. I've got your back. I'm, I'm looking after you. He wasn't unaware of what we'd be going through. He just says, even in that, you'll have peace. And then, then we go to Romans, and, and, and the writer to the Romans says in, in chapter 5, Therefore, since we have made right, we've been made right in God's sight by faith, we have peace with God because of Jesus Christ, our Lord. So when there's an enemy who comes and says, Hey, you don't qualify for those, those uh, promises, we can, we can just push them away and say, Listen... We've made peace with God. We, we have relationship. There's a connection. Uh, I'm no longer a stranger with God. I am his child. I have made my peace. And, and this peace uh, that comes from God has been made ours because of Jesus Christ and what he's done for us. And then Paul writes finally to the, to the Philippians in chapter 4, verse 7. He says, you will experience God's amazing peace. Which, which exceeds anything that 
you can even imagine or understand. This, this piece, it, it can't be measured. You can't wrap your mind around it. It's, it's just so big. It's so rich. It's, it's so amazing that, that even in the midst of turmoil, even in the midst of chaos, you, you can have this sense of being well because you're looked after. You're in the hands of God. You're, you're planted in the heart of God. His thoughts towards you are, are more numerous every day than the sands that li- are by the sea. He, he, he loves you. His peace will guard your heart. His peace will guard your mind. You will be protected. Protected. I just thought, what, a, what an amazing thing. He says it twice. Peace to you. These, these followers who are in lockdown, just like you and I are in lockdown, they, they have pounding hearts and racing minds. And he said, listen, just as I stood up in the boat and said, peace be still, I'm standing up here and I'm saying to hearts and to minds, peace be still. Peace be still. He, he went on and, and, and he showed them his hands and his side and his feet. And, and it says there in verse 20 that there was great joy as they recognized who he was and, and recognized that everything that he had said before was true, that he really was sent by God, that he really was the promised Messiah, that he really had conquered death, sin, and the grave. It, it, it was something of amazing joy to them. And so this morning, I have been praying for you and praying that you would discover the peace that God gives. I, I know that you're going through difficulty and that, that it seems overwhelming. There, there, we're isolated from the people who cheer us up sometimes and, and, and we're just looking for a face-to-face meeting. I was in a line at, at the grocery store and the, and the lady in front of me just kept talking and talking and talking and I'm freezing and, and, and she looks at me and she says, I'm so sorry, but you're the first person I've seen in 21 days and, and I just can't be quiet. And, and I, I, I got a bit of what that means and, and we're, we're there. And and I just want on this Easter Sunday, I want the peace that passes all understanding, all measurement to come into your situation, into your house, into your need right now. It it might be that you're listening to us and, and you've never invited Jesus into your heart. You've never asked him to come into your life. And and all you have to do is, is say, Jesus, I, I need you. I, I need that peace. I, I invite you into my heart. And, and he comes. It, it could be that with all that's going on, you are just very worried, very concerned about what's, what's happening right now. And, and peace seems elusive. I'm going to invite you to be still. Quit running, quit, quit trying to figure it out. Just be still and invite God into your situation. Be still and let him prove to you to the place where you know that he is God. Be still and know that he is God. Can we pray together? Father, 
I'm so grateful that you're speaking to everyone that's listening to my voice today. You're speaking to them and you're saying, peace comes to you. The shalom of God, nothing missing, nothing broken. And that God, you're going to come and you're going to reveal yourself in a very real, a very special, a very powerful way. For, for those who, for the first time, are asking you to come into their life, or for those who have wandered away and, and left you somewhere behind, and they're saying, God, I'm coming back. I, I need you right now. I, I'm praying that there would be such a, a revelation of who you are and what you're like, that, that it would be cemented in them, that there would be peace that covers them, peace that fills them, peace that overwhelms them right now. Father, we trust you. We trust you. If you've accepted Christ today or if you want prayer or if you, you're needing our help, why don't you just take and, and send us a message? You can leave a message at the church or, or, or send an email to us and we, we would be happy to pray for you, pray with you, give you a call. We, we love you. We're believing that this Easter Sunday, there will be a powerful revelation of the one who says, not only to the followers of Jesus back then, but to you and to me, peace to you.